Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Good evening. Thanks for joining me on this occasion as we go over 10 horrifying stories from real nurses. So, sit back, relax and enjoy. Number 1. I was a new nurse at our hospital and only been working there a couple of months. I had brought a patient of mine up to day surgery from the ER for an endoscopy and they called back down and asked me to bring her family up because she only spoke Italian and not enough English and they needed someone to consent for the procedure. After dropping them off, I walked past the waiting room to head back down the hall to the elevators. I took the back way to get the ER and the hallways are all deserted. It used to be the paediatric wing of the hospital but that is all shut down for years and the rooms are just empty and full of broken equipment and beds and crap. As I reached the old nurses station at the T-junction between the paediatric hallway and the hallway that goes to the elevators, I saw a little girl standing across from the nurses station further down the hall. She had big pigtails, was wearing a brown dress, white shoes, holding a teddy bear. I thought perhaps she was a family member who had walked away from the day surgery waiting room. I was concerned that she would get into one of these rooms and get hurt or lost. So I said, Hey little girl, what are you doing? You don't need to be over there, you're going to get hurt. And I walked around the nursing station to grab her hand and bring her back. I shit you not, she vanished as I got about 15 feet away from her. Every hair on my body stood up straight and I turned and ran like a bat out of hell down to the elevator. I punched that button for what seemed like an eternity until the elevator got to the floor. As I got back to the ER, I walked up to the nurse's desk, white as a sheet, and one of the older nurses looked at me and just said, Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you? I remember babbling like an idiot as I tried to tell them what happened. After listening to me for a moment or two, The nurse said, Oh, you saw the little girl ghost. She's been around here for years. And I remember saying, Well, thanks for telling me about it before this. Apparently the ghost has been seen down in the ER, ducking in and out of patients' rooms and peeking around curtains. My wife worked up on the seventh floor and she said that one time on nights, a whole row of patients' rooms started yelling about a little girl that was running around in the rooms. I guess she gets around. Number 2 I work in an intensive care, a small community hospital. We have an in-bed unit that is completely closed off from the medical floor via two doorways. Two nights ago, we were all sitting at our station, chatting, when we all heard footsteps coming down the hall. It's a completely open unit where you can see every room from everywhere. No one was in the unit with us. 
CT is below us and they close at 5, unless of an emergency. And we only have people on the second floor. The third is used as storage so no one was above us. It happened two or three times. Then last night, cupboard doors kept opening and shutting in the two empty rooms. I finally asked my co-workers what the fuck was going on and she just told me that it usually happens after someone passes. Especially if it was sudden. We had two codes last week that we lost and I guess everyone has had weird stuff happening for a couple of days. Number 3 I used to work in a state institute for developmentally disabled. We were temporarily relocated to another building for remodelling of our unit. Anyways, I was working one night, second shift. We had a locked picker unit. I saw one of these residents walking down the hall. Very distinct gait and very distinct yellow t-shirt with a happy face on it. I went into the ward to let the staff know that they had an escapee. This was a serious situation because this particular resident, Larry, would ingest absolutely anything. From clothes to pens to belts to birds' heads. Literally anything. He was also very reluctant to go back into his home ward, hence why I didn't bring him back. He needed two escorts. When we go back into the hall, less than 15 seconds later, Larry was gone. We searched the entire building, outside, downstairs, all the wards. He was nowhere to be found. This whole search lasted about 10 minutes because I had all extra staff looking for him. It was just about to call the house supervisor to let her know that we lost someone. When out from the bathroom walks Larry with one of the staff. He had been getting his bath in the bathroom for the last 30 minutes or so. Kind of freaky. I absolutely, without a doubt, saw Larry in the hallway. I never would have short-staffed the wards, like I said, if I hadn't seen him. I would have never short-staffed the wards, like I did if I hadn't seen him. Like I said, very distinctive gate look clothing. I took a lot of razzing that night. They all thought that I was crazy. Anyways, come to find out the next day, after the story goes around that I'm crazy, Larry had an identical twin brother who died in that building 10 years previously. Number 4 I worked in an ICU where a prisoner convicted of murder died in ICU 1. And nobody would put a patient in that room after that because the air was too heavy and the room was too spooky and dark. Patients would even report a horrifying pressure as if someone was pushing down on their throats. It was so bad that the hospital eventually closed down the room and knocked out a wall to make it a separate entrance into the units because nurses would refuse to put patients in the room, even if it was the last available bed. They'd triage out a patient before they'd trust putting a patient in that bed. Number 5 I was working in the NICU when we had a threat of a tornado. Some nurses got pulled to go to a sister hospital in town to assist in the disaster plan. When all was over, one of the nurses returned with this story. She was assisting the nurses in giving some meds before pulling all into the hallways. Every part she went to said they already had their meds from that nice nurse in the white uniform 
she realised after she left that it's been a while since a nurse had worn a hat or a white uniform. That story revealed the urban legend of a nurse Betty. Story goes she had an affair with a married MD, became pregnant then agreed to allow him to perform an abortion on her on the second floor OR room. She died and he went to jail. She never left the hospital and was seen frequently. The local newspaper would do an article of her every year around Halloween on her sightings. The hospital has since been replaced with college dorms. Hmm, I wonder if any students have seen her. Number 6 I work in a coronary care unit with mostly post-heart attack patients. My charge nurse told us this story. Not sure if she's just messing with us, but she sounded serious. So our unit was empty. We consolidated our last couple of patients onto the ICU because we had low PT census. My charge nurse was over in CCU at the nurse's station doing something on the computer. All of our rooms were empty, and she heard a bedside monitor alarming. So she went into the room where the noise was coming from and there was an EKG strip coming out of the bedside printer, which was never in use by the way, and it was a long, continuing strip of clear VTAC. She said she had just coded someone there the week before who had been on VT. Creepy as fuck. Number 7 I do inter-facility transfers as an EMT so get to see all the skilled facilities and hospitals in the state. Two places give me the hair raising, just bad negative juju creeps, an abandoned school of the feeble-minded and the state's prison mental health facility that used to be a huge tuberculosis ward when there were massive outbreaks back in the day. A third creepy place is the old birthing hospital that got turned into a long-term care facility. The top floor is mostly padlocked off. Jokingly, I asked a nurse on the elevator if the building was haunted, and she matter-of-factly said yes. Little kid shapes on the top floor and residents report older women in dresses. She said there were areas of the building she refused to go to without another person. Number 8 I work as a CNA in a long-term care. We had one resident, Betty, who was totally independent. All ADLs were done on her own and she did fine on her own. Never had any accidents or incidents for that matter. The only time she wanted help was with showers and then she only wanted you around to make sure she didn't slip and fall. Betty came down with pneumonia and had to be hospitalised. When she came back she was too weak to do the things on her own but too stubborn to ask for help. The last thing the CNA told her before going to bed was, If you want to get up, hit your call light. I'll come and help you. Of course she didn't. Got rid of the bed alarm, climbed out of bed and fell. Betty died from the fall. No one was moved into bed C. That was Betty's bed afterward. The following week the call light for the room went off at night. Thinking it was a resident in bed B, I walked down to the room to see what she wanted. I walked into the room only to see the call light for bed B and A off. The call light for bed C, Betty's unoccupied bed, was on. 
My eyes filled up with tears and I backed out the room and made someone else turn the call light off. Number 9 I was working a night shift job as an aide caring for an old lady with terminal cancer on hospice at home, as I have for years. She was starting to slip and I woke her family. Two girls and the DH were all sitting around. She was pretty quiet and peaceful. All of a sudden, she looked toward the door and said, Rex, Rex, you're here for me. I'm ready and they won't let me go. I saw a shadowy figure come into the room and felt the creepiest evil spirit. I'm not normally spooked, but I was so glad when it was time for me to go home. I turned to watch the spirit and the family was looking at me like, what are you looking at? The lady died later that day. A few months later, her daughter had been sick, just not well, not terminal, and they called my agency to see if I would come and stay with him at night for a few days until he was a little stronger. I stayed two nights. All kinds of weird paranormal stuff in that house. Voices in room that were empty. Sounds of people moving around when everyone was asleep. I decided I didn't care how sick he was or how much that family liked me. I was not doing another night shift there. Number 10 The very small step down unit I worked in was having nighttime staffing issues. I agreed to rotate two nights to help them out. It was a four bed, newly renovated unit. It was around 3am and I was watching the monitors, listening to the patients snore. The pencil drawer slid open. I didn't think much of it since the hospital was on a very busy avenue and I thought it was caused by the vibrations from the traffic on the busy road below. After sliding the drawer back several times, I decided if the drawer felt it needed to be open, so be it. Several minutes later, I heard a noise in the room. The patient's bathroom door opening and the sound of someone pushing an IV pole. Since I did not have clear view of the bathroom, I just thought one of the staff members from the main floor had dashed in to wash their hands. I looked up from the my monitor viewing to see a patient we recently had in the unit. It was Mrs. G, an older woman who came in with a typical chest pain, became septic due to a gallbladder issue. She evidently had expired in the unit, although the hospital itself had been on the site for years. The unit was newly renovated, right down to tearing down walls and putting up new ones. I heard the patient's bathroom door open and again I heard the rattling of the IV pole and shuffling feet. I looked up and saw Mrs. G standing there in the middle of the floor, one hand pushing the IV pole, the other hand on top of the pump on the pole. She stopped walking, turned and waved, nodded her head said everything was going to be okay, took a few steps and then disappeared. It was quite a sight to see. Shortly after that vision, one of the nurses from the floor came in to see if I needed anything. I told her no and I was okay, and asked her if she had ever seen a ghost in a hospital. She looked at me, gasped and asked, no, why? And I explained to her what had just happened. She said she would never step foot in that room again. Mrs. G was the first patient to die in that unit. 
She was well liked by all the staff and my feeling was that she was watching over us. The day shift came in I told them my story. They weren't surprised. Through the years working at various hospitals, worked as a nurse exter in my senior year in nursing school and heard older nurses telling their stories about ghosts, I thought they were just burnt out. But yes, there are ghosts in care facilities. If they are not seen, their presence is felt. They leave an energy behind. Well, that's it for our horrifying stories from real nurses in hospitals. I hope you enjoyed and as always, if you did, please hit that like button as it costs nothing but helps me out a ton. And also lets me know you enjoyed this kind of story. Thanks for listening to me ramble on and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you.